Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today we're talking about Pippi Longstocking by Astrid Lindgren. So we've been doing this podcast long enough that patterns are emerging. Um, so this is the latest in our plucky redheaded orphan series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking of the whole time I was reading Pippi, I was like, hmm. Yeah, I'm Red getting hair and braids. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting some Anne of Green Gables vibes. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, we haven't done Little Orphan Annie, but maybe that should go on the <laughs> <laughs> yeah on the list. But yeah, this is yeah. like a little delightful. Um, revisiting of um, something I think we remember from childhood, so that was pretty fun. Yeah. Yes. So we'll talk lots about it, but first, um, let's do tasting time. Tasty time. Where we talk about what we've been seeing around the web and off the web in fiction food. So how about you? What have you seen around? I would like to mention Gingerbread Saga. Uh, I learned about this through Twitter, I think, um, but there's a a lady, young lady, her name is Rosa, and she does these really awesome, uh, like, gingerbread scenes from movies and books. Um, so she's, she lives in Denmark, so that's pretty awesome, and, and also I thought gingerbread was kind of appropriate for Pippi, because Pippi makes some gingerbread in, in the story. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Rosa, she so she has a blog. It's just called gingerbreadsagas.com. And she started it to kind of talk about um, baking and talking about uh, her cake creations. Uh, but then she realized that she did a lot of stuff with gingerbread. And so now she like creates these scenes and takes photographs and shares them. And they're just a lot of fun. I know. I, like, I Yeah, I just went to her site. I love this. This is so cute. Yeah, I know, and even her header image is, like, really awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's there. adorable. Yeah, so she's done, like, one of her more recent ones I thought was, like, really cute was Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Gingerbread, and it's, like, from the opening credits, uh, an image from the opening credits when they're, like, painting their sister Candace. Like, there's a portrait of her, and they're, like, painting the glasses and a uh, mustache on <laughs> anyway but it's just like it's just really really cool and there's like a little bit of like icing or candy in it and yeah this is yeah, adorable it's like basically cookies though yeah this is fun <laughs> yeah and there did you see there's twin peaks oh she also did a twin i didn't scene. see that one. Oh, i see it now yeah oh that's hilarious because <laughs> i'm mentioning twin peaks in my uh tasty time yeah. <laughs> but anyway Oh, that's pretty Well, fun. there's another one with with Laura, with the dead body of oh, Laura. Oh, no. Wrapped in <laughs> plastic? Yeah, I like didn't so get that far. It's like, yeah, it's like wrapped up. I don't oh, know what that no. is that she's wrapped in. But it's a little cookie. <laughs> little dead cookie. Laura. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That's so. like dark and cute at the same time. Yeah. No, this is so this got, is like nightmare. This is really fun. Like I mentioned before, yeah. how I like how people Star make Wars. those those scenes out of peeps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so like, this so is yeah, yeah, same, very, same concept. Similar. Yeah, she has a ton of Harry Potter images. So like from the parts of the book, which is really cool, and a lot of Game of Thrones. Oh, I had... so a song, a song of ice and fire. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I didn't see any Game of Thrones ones. Yet. Can you imagine? 
I'll be right back Game in, like, Thrones. half an hour. I need to... Yeah. <laughs> Game of Thrones, like, the seriousness of it, or, like, the bloodiness, or whatever, but, like, in gingerbread. <laughs> in gingerbread. Well, nice. So, yeah, thanks for yeah. sharing. I'm definitely going to dig into this. You're welcome. Oh, I'm, like, getting lost. Oh, I was just, I was just tipping, uh, like, going through... Yeah, she made, like, weirwood trees out of gingerbread. I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. Okay. I know. It's like, let's just take however long and just, like, look at all. I know. <laughs> this this time on Fiction Kitchen, <laughs> just hear us go, ooh, wow, yeah, as we look like at things. Yeah, it's like a live reading through somebody's look at images blog. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Okay. So what is your Very tasty cool. time? Yeah. Well, mine is um, Homicidal Homemaker, which doesn't tie what? in with our episode at all, <laughs> but... I'm typing. I'm looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, so she okay. So she's got a website with recipes inspired by horror movies, but the best part is she has a cooking show, um, which I think just launched at the beginning of this year. So it's pretty new. Um, so she's only got like a, a couple. Well, no, she's got a good handful of um, of shows up. Um, but they're, like, really well produced because, like, I think she lives in L.A., so I think she's, like, partnering with some, like, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, film company or whatever. Um, but, yeah, her videos are, like, really cool. And um, so, of course, my yeah, favorite... site looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite one is, um, of course, the Twin Peaks Black Lodge Pie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so great because, like, yeah, the video, like, she's got all these tie-ins from the show, which is which is fantastic. Plus her, um, her recipe's really cool because, like, you know, rather than the, the typical, like, you know, cherry pie, of course, she's got, like, a, like, a, um, you know, pie that's cherry, but then inspired by the Black Lodge, which is cool. So, um, yeah, I, I just... I think it's really interesting. I've been getting into horror movies lately, so it's just kind of like yeah, right that's my... your Twitter feed. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so like I haven't seen any of the classics because I've like actively um, avoided horror movies my entire life. But for some reason, I don't know. I'm just like some some interest has peaked, so I'm kind of getting into it. So this is kind of fun that I kind of discovered this yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, well, she even has, like, Minecraft, too, so I guess... Well, yeah. Creepers are pretty... Or they could be horror, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, but I'm just looking at, like, the Hellraiser decorated, like, c- Yeah, her Hellraiser and... brownies look look awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Nightmare on Elm yeah, Street, cool. Soul Pizza. I'll have to add this to the list. Yeah, and so, like, yeah, it's all, like, all the food food's very, like, very kitschy and very like halloweeny so this is another one that like you might want to check back around halloween time for you know party yeah. party ideas along with ghoulia China. exactly <laughs> yeah cool. all right i actually want to um add one more thing oh, yeah, so well and weirdly it kind of goes along with the um spooky stuff but um ecto cooler yeah <laughs> is back like as of yesterday so just give a shout out um, because oh yeah, I totally drank that I don't as know a how kid, long. and I, yeah. like I had totally forgotten about It'll it until around. yeah, until I saw it pop back up. So yeah, so Ghostbusters, Yay. which is an upcoming episode of ours. Of course um, it is. Yeah, we're excited for uh, Lady Ghostbusters. We'll just firmly plant ourselves yeah. on that side. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it looks cool because it, so it's a Ghostbusters, it's a can of high C ecto cooler and they're like color changing cans. Yeah, so when it's cold, so, it turns green, right? Or I don't know. 
Yeah, but, something like that. Yeah, you can tell. It says you can actually order it on Amazon. I don't, because I wonder if I could even. I don't even. Well, I mean, I haven't looked yet, but from what I've heard, it's kind of hard to come by. So uh, maybe. Yeah. So I'm sure. I'm sure you can get your hands on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're totally gonna. Cause we, yeah, we love Ghostbusters in our family. So yeah. So oh, then they do have the old juice boxes too. Of course, so, the classic juice boxes and. Oh, and maybe at Cinemark, too, the theater. Okay. Anyway, just <laughs> just throw that out there because it's a timely thing. It is. <laughs> it's, like, happening right now. That's right. So keep okay. your eyes peeled. Exit cooler. <laughs> yeah. On to Pippi. On to Pippi. I'm disappointed you didn't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, which one? Which one? I've had... Well, okay, yeah. We've already done the Pippi Longstocking is coming into That's the one I meant, because that's the one from my childhood. So that's the one, yeah, I remember. (laughs) So I've been watching, trying to, like, find all the different Pippis, because I remember remember the TV series, this uh, Swedish-German TV series, and I can't, I don't know the words, but it's like, Anyway, but then there's the animated series, which is pretty cool, actually. Um, oh, yeah, I wanted to open with that. What shall we do today? What shall we do today? What shall we do today? What shall we do? <laughs> We're going to talk about Pippi. Aww. <laughs> yeah. So that's from the that's from the animated. I think the the US film like the 1980 what was it 88 or something. Yeah. Like I think that's the one that more Americans are familiar with. I mean, that's definitely the one I'm the most familiar with. Yeah. Um and that may or may not have given me the idea to wash the kitchen floor by putting sponges on my feet. Oh, yeah. That looked super maybe, fun. <laughs> I mean, maybe all kids just come up with that on their own because it's kind of logical if you think about it. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, like, so I was in Germany until I was, like, six. And I was telling you that, like, I remember like bits of Pippi and so I tracked down this TV series um so yeah so it was a joint production with Sweden and Germany but that was like in the 60s um but I watched it in the 80s but I only remember like this little little red haired girl like jumping on a on a stone wall or something (laughs) like I just remember but it but but then finding it on YouTube it's like, oh yeah, like I remember because that Villa Villa Kula is colorful, like, and that's what I remember because when I wa- rewatched uh, for the podcast, when I rewatched the 1988 American one, I'm like, eh, I thought Villa Villa Kula was colorful, but in that movie, it's like really bleh, like drab and just totally yeah, run like down. I mean, it's just like kind of an old abandoned yeah, house, house, you know. Yeah, and so so um, my memory, so I was like, wait, that's weird. I thought it was in color, but it's because I was remembering the yeah. other one, <laughs> the other TV series, yeah. So, but yeah, so that um, that TV series, the Swedish-German series, was actually, like, edited and, like, put together, the episodes were put together and released in America as, like, 
a couple of TV movies or something. Oh, okay. Um, but I think that was like in the 70s or so it was before the, the other one, the more well-known. Yeah. But, but I don't think I had read, I can't remember reading Pippi before this though. No, I didn't I, either. And like, yeah. I, I was kind of like when we, when we had picked it as a topic, I was like, oh yeah, I've read that. Of course I've read like all the classics, but no, I haven't read this. <laughs> I just, yeah. yeah, I remember watching, like, the 1988 movie was one of those that, another one of those, I think I've probably mentioned, like, movies in the past, but that, like, we'd watch around Christmas time, like, when we're, mm-hmm. the teachers are just, like, done with us, <laughs> they're like, yeah. you know, it was, like, one of those movies that they would put on, so, like, I had, This is related to a book. Exactly. Exactly. This is, like, <laughs> yeah. educational, right? Yeah, so, that, yeah, like, we watch it in school. Um, yeah, so I had seen it, like, several times because I remember watching it. And I watched it, like, around the time it came out, I think, because I was pretty young. And it came yeah. out in 88. So, yeah, I would have been, like... Seven. Yeah, seven. seven, eight, nine, you know, so... Whoa. Yeah. Man, Pippi tired me out today. I'm, like, yawning. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always record so late. I'm always exhausted, too. <laughs> well, Pippi is too rambunctious, so I think she probably has that effect on people. Oh, I know. I wish I had her <laughs> energy, which is what I say, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. every day. Um, <laughs> so anyway, like, so what's the background of this? Like, it was written in, what, what were you saying before, 1945? Yeah, so it was published in 1945. So Astrid Lindgren, um, she is Swedish, so this is, so Pippi is like a Swedish mainstay, basically. Yes! Like, and, like, I had no idea the, yeah. as a child, like, how Swedish this was, like, quintessentially, yeah. you know? And so, like, now, like, going back and revisiting it, like, I can pick out little things that I know now that I didn't then. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, having watched an American movie, I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, American yeah. isn't the whole world. <laughs> so. I know. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it definitely, because, yeah, knowing that it's supposed to be Swedish and then seeing the American one, yeah, it's like, meh. Like, <laughs> yeah, it loses some of the cultural flavor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Astrid Lindgren, she she actually tried to get it published in um, 1944, but the publisher that she approached rejected it. <laughs> I bet I but I bet afterwards they're like, oh man, yeah. But because <laughs> the publisher still exists, but and they're like a media group now, but. Yeah, but so another yeah, like children's authors always get rejected, like Beatrix Potter, yeah, and whoever wrote Mary Poppins. Well, J.K. Right? Rowling did too. Oh, that's right, J.K. Got... Rowling. Yeah, yeah, only the most yeah, but like, then... famous and rich author ever. <laughs> yeah, and then those publishers that took a chance on them, they're like rolling in the dough. That's right. Yeah, so this so this other publisher picked her up, and and her books were published. Um, well, the first Pippi was published in 1945, um, but yeah, they're like six other books in the series which I didn't read the other ones. I actually like I was hoping that there would be like a collection but I I mean like an ebook collection or something right. but I didn't. No there's I nothing like I tried to get yeah. it on Kindle and there was like there's nothing. Um, yeah. Yeah I had to kind of like track it down there's like text documents online of each of the chapters. I know really weird. Yeah it's really strange. It's hard to get well, a hold the- of. The copy that I have, actually, I found, it's just like a little scholastic paperback of just the first book, mm-hmm. and it was from a thrift store or a 
the used book. I'm like, it wasn't. I didn't go out and buy it fresh. Yeah. Like I just happened to. I was like, oh yeah, Pippi. Yeah, <laughs> so I got like, it, and then we're doing a podcast. I was like, score. <laughs> it's like, so strange. Like, I mean, you can get it for free online, but it's going to be in either, like, a text document, plain text document, or, like, a badly formatted PDF. I found one of those, too, uh, but that was, like, hard yeah. to read. So, <laughs> And there's probably a different translation, like, different versions. And if I hadn't procrastinated too. so hard, I would have just bought it, because I'm sure my daughter would love <laughs> to read it. But I'm like, ah, I need this right now. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, Astrid Lindgren, she she kind of had an interesting life. I was reading up about her. Uh, so she was born in 1907. And, of course, Pippi is her best-known children's series, but she also did, like, so many more um, famous series. Uh, let's see. Well, the one that I'm familiar with is Ronia the Robber's Daughter. And, like, I have the book actually here right next to me. That's, like, I started reading it, but I haven't finished it yet. Um, but it's, you know, about another very spirited girl. Um, but the reason I'm familiar with this is because of Studio Ghibli. Uh, I think, I think I mentioned this when we did our Ghibli episode. But they did a TV series with another company um, based on this book. Uh, which reminds me that um, Ghibli... Actually, like Miyazaki and Takahata, they wanted to do a Pippi film. Have you heard about this? Like, oh, is this why like Go Panda exists, or was yeah? This... Oh, okay, yeah. So I kind of yeah Panda, read a <laughs> like yeah. a brief background of that. Like they couldn't get the rights, so they ended up making a show that was like same concept, you know, very yeah, similar. That but, was yeah, similar. Yeah, so, which is, it's interesting because, oh my gosh, like, I wish Ghibli would, like, try again, like, talk to whoever I know, wouldn't the they rights. do a fantastic job? Yeah, because I'm sure whoever owns the rights now would, like, would accept. I mean, how could you not? Like, Ghibli yeah, films Yeah, it's are like that amazing. perfect, innocent, childlike story that, yeah. yeah, they do so well conveying, yeah. So I think this, I think For sure. uh, Miyazaki and Takahata actually approached Lindgren, like, before Studio Ghibli was officially formed. Yeah, because Panda Go Panda was like came out before Ghibli was was an official company. Um, but yeah, like they had concept sketches and everything that are like super cute and like really have that that feel of of Pippi, like the just yeah very lively, yeah. fun, childlike, you know. Um, so we'll we'll put a link to those just for. If any of you are interested in seeing those um, sketches. But yeah, they visited Sweden to um, do setting research. And um, and then they visited Astrid Lindgren. And then after that, she said no. What? <laughs> so I wonder if something happened. I know, like, seriously, after all that. Visit. Like, they were obviously very, yeah, devoted to the... Yeah. Well, it was material. like it was going to happen. And then they visited her. And then it <laughs> suddenly <laughs> she said no. I mean, that's... That's how it reads, you know, but like, <laughs> so a lot of her books are based on her, her own family and like childhood memories and, and places that she grew up in. Um, and, but so she, how did she was like, worked for a newspaper and then she had a relationship. This is like, I, uh, this is from Wikipedia, but I just thought it was interesting. So she worked in a newspaper and then she had an affair with the chief editor so he was a married man and mm -hmm. and a father, 
Um, and then she became pregnant with his child. Um, and so she moved with her, you know, and gave birth to her son. Scandalous. Yeah. Um, so she moved, moved away, gave birth to her son, and then left her son in foster care while she, you know, tried to get her life back together and, and make enough money that she could take care of her son, which she did. So she started taking care of him. Um, she got a new job, um, and she had another affair with a married man. (laughs) So she has a child. Yeah, I guess. Um, and then they had a daughter together. And so, so he actually left his wife and then married her. And so they started a family together. Um, but apparently her daughter was ill uh, at one point, and and Astrid Lincoln, Lindgren like later said that in an interview that it was her daughter who first came up with the name Pippi Longstocking. Like Aww. all of a sudden, just randomly, it, while she was like feeling sick and you know and bed bedridden. Oh, so it's a child. The daughter said, talk. <laughs> "Yeah, well, maybe the daughter just said, tell me a story about Pippi Longstocking.' Aww." And then Astrid Lindgren created a story for her. Yeah, so that's... That's sweet. Pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she... So she's just, like, huge in Sweden. Like, such a... An icon in Sweden. And, and Pippi, her character Pippi is too. And so there are, like, awards named after... Oh, I bet, Astrid yeah. Lindgren I'm sure that's, and, like, the most... Yeah, famous yeah. thing to come out of Sweden. And there's a theme park... Astrid Lindgren world where you can like meet the characters and you know go on. basically it's almost like a set for each book like a, a little land for each book oh, dedicated fun. to each story and then yeah so that that's like oh that would be like I should add that to the list of places international places that I would like to visit right. someday the fiction, like it just seems the fiction really world cool. tour yeah so, that, so anyway that was just some <clears throat> some fun or interesting information. Yeah, once yeah, you go to, like, she... Ghibli World and Hogwarts, you can go to... <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> well, and I think there's, like, a Green Gables place, too. We mentioned her. Oh, that's uh, right. Earlier. I know, yeah. There's so, so many destinations. But, yeah. So, Pippi, so this was, yeah, it was a lot of fun, like, reading it. And I read it in, like, little increments. Um, but I like how it, it was very... I mean, it's a very small book, very thin book, but it's like each chapter is just like a new adventure and it's not anything major that happens. I mean, some major things, but I mean, it's not like this huge story arc that is, you know, taking place throughout the book. It's just Pippi being Pippi, like with her neighbor kids, Tommy and Annika, and which I really like that style, like the Kiki's Delivery Service, um, the little novel that the movie was based on. Um, but, but yeah, it's like that. It's just like a girl living her life, and then, like, each chapter is a, is a, its own little story, so that when you get to the end, it feels like a lot has transpired, like, a, that time, a lot of time has passed, and, of course, at the end of the first Pippi book, the last chapter is her birthday, so she turns ten. So Pippi's only nine years old, yeah. and then, and at the end of the book, she turns ten, so, so it does feel like there's some time that has passed, and, and I like it when books achieve that. Like, just by kind of doing everyday things, and then, yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
So, yeah, just to give an overview, like, if you're not familiar with Pippi Longstocking, or I'm sure, you, you know, you at least know the, the girl with the crazy, you know, red braid sticking out of the side. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah like, so, so basically her backstory is her mother died when she was a baby, and her father is, like, a ship captain, and they were separated at sea, so she comes to... Um, he fell overboard and drifted to the island of cannibals and became their king. That's right! How exciting! <laughs> So, so she's, you know, although her father's alive, she's ostensibly an orphan because she comes to this town and she lives on her own. And, um, yeah, meets two little kids, um, Tommy and Annika, which are around her age. And um, they kind of introduce each other to each other's lives, you know, like, because she does end up, you know, she has her own, like, little crazy thing going on, which they enjoy. But then they take her to school with them and then just kind of introduce them to their everyday lives. So, yeah, and like you said, it's just, like, a, a bunch of little everyday adventures. So, nothing insane happens, but it's, yeah, it's super fun and stuff that kids, I think, would be into. Yeah. She, yeah, and, oh, yes, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, she simultaneously feels more childlike and more adult-like than, <laughs> like, because she... She is by herself, so she is kind of forced to be independent, you know, so she's got her own little thing going on. She's like, here's where I live, and she's very responsible. Mm -hmm. Like, she washes her horse, and she washes her clothes. And, you yeah, know, and she, she's very resourceful, Yeah, and too, she washes yeah. the house, and she's got her, like, you know, little chest. Are you still there? Oh, yes. Did, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. So she's got, like, her pirate treasure, you know, and so she's got her own little... <laughs> yeah, her suitcase her full of gold source coins. of money. <laughs> but at the same time, like, yeah. she's very, um... She's, like, what a child would be if they didn't have the boundaries of society, basically, because she is just, like, so joyful and free and fun. And so, you know, Tommy and Annika have, have fun with her and open up and stuff. So it kind of felt like... When I was watching the movie, it kind of felt like Mary Poppins a little bit, you know? Because mm -hmm. even though she's, like, I guess less, like, quote, responsible than Mary Poppins, she still kind of opens up the two little kids that have been living this mundane, everyday life to kind of, like, fun and magic and, yeah. yeah, that type of thing. Which was interesting that in the American film they made her, well, it was like a 13-year-old actress, I think, and so Pippi was 11 in the... They changed Pippi's age oh, to okay. eleven, and that film, so she was bit. like older. But I but like I really you kinda, love you. Kind of have to do that with actors sometimes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, that's what I really love about the TV series, the the German Swedish one, yeah. was because she was like eight. Oh, she's like a little kid when she started. Yeah, and so she just looks so she just looks so Aww. perfect. And yeah, In Inger Nilsson is is her name, which is Nilsson is the last name of the or is the monkey's name, Mister Nilsson. So anyway, but the actress's real name, <laughs> real last name was Nelson. Um, but yeah, like the vibe that I got well, was actually at one point in the, the U.S. film, the 1988 film, when the mom was talking to the dad, like after the cake incident. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I, I feel like Pippi won't let any harm come to the children or something like that. But the way she said it, it was as if Pippi was like looking out for them. Was it's well, like was, uh. Uh, like a benevolent entity, like oh, okay, uh, kind of like, like not even. So it was like, and and as I was reading, it's kind of that feeling too that she's 
other. Yes, I mean, like, uh, yes, like she's, she's a human she, here. She's outside. But she's outside there. She kind of feels like more than that. Their yeah. system. Yeah, and she's definitely. So I, I got mean, the Peter Pan vibe, kind of. Yes, I was about to say yes. She definitely feels like Peter Pan too. Yeah. yeah. And she's got, like, superhuman strength. Like, she can lift a mm-hmm. cow. <laughs> Which is never explained. It's just... Yeah, it's she like, just she just is. Has it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she... Yeah, I was I was about to say, like, it was kind of a cross between Mary Poppins and um, Peter Pan for me, because she does have this, like, yeah. everlasting childhood vibe to her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so also that, that there's yeah. this... I mean, yes, that... I, like a wildness to her like a wild animal that you know you can be kind to it and it will be good to you but then also something can happen like accidents can happen like I mean not that Pippi herself would turn on at the kids or turn on someone but just her but she's like reckless you know yeah her recklessness yeah. or that she wouldn't realize that she that maybe the other people can't do the same things that she can do like she can yeah, do be she's really strong or she can like jump to places that the other kids couldn't or like she has this the be- belief in things that other people don't. So like, well, and and some of that, you know, is that some a lot of her power comes from this belief. It's almost like the, <laughs> like um Looney Tunes or you know, like the Roadrunner and Wally Coyote like <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know you can't do something, then you can do it. Like, yeah. So that's kind of like Pippi. Like, she did have a great thing. Like, they were going to buy a grand piano, and they're like, "Can you, can you play piano?" She's like, "I don't know. I've never tried. I might be able to." You know? Yeah. How am I silly? How, how yeah. Am I how am I supposed to, supposed to know one? if I haven't tried? Yeah. Yeah. If I don't own one, how can I? <laughs> yeah. That's right. But, Which is a great s- attitude. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to be good at if you don't try. Yeah. So, so it was kind of, it was just kind of interesting that I, like, cause I started to kind of look at it that way that, that she, yeah, that she was more like if she was part of the fair folk or something, I mean, just that otherness and that her concept of reality and what, and morality or like what's, what's right and wrong or what's the like social and cultural things that they're different mm-hmm. and so potentially like bad things could happen like mm. but not that she would do it on purpose right but, like, yeah yeah anyway and she also talks about kids like she's not one she's like you know kids need to do this and blah 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 um mm-hmm. and there was a great um Astrid Lindgren quote which Sorry, like looking for my notes. It was something about like um, kids need love and love and more love, and common sense will come later, Um, Mm -hmm. which is like a great attitude towards children, you know? Because I feel like you know, yeah, we need to expect a lot of them and expect them to behave and this and that. But like you know, I I think we get a little caught up in that sometimes, and so it it is important to remember that they. you know, they're little people and they'll be just fine. You know, they're going to be ridiculous at times when they're kids, mm-hmm. you know, but like it'll turn out okay. They just need you to love them. Yeah. But actually, um, so on Schmoop, it's schmoop.com, but they do, um, sometimes I look here just for like analysis. And they're kind of like clip notes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, they have a section, what's up with that ending? 
And it's interesting because the ending of the book, it's just, it kind of is abrupt. Like, I mean, it's Pippi's birthday and then it's nighttime and she says goodbye to Annika and and Tommy, like, well, after she gives them pistols, but, like... Oh, God. And then... I can't... Oh, I'm just gonna skip this chapter, because I can't even... (laughs) That's, like, that's, like, one of my triggers. I'm, like, (sighs) hyperventilating. I know. Well, yeah, it's, like, what? Well, and she, like, shot... She shot up her ceiling. Oh, my God. But she says, oh, my gosh, wait, hold on. I, like, the book is not near me. It, It ends with Pippi saying... Well, she, so she's standing, it's nighttime, she's standing in the doorway of Vila Vila Kula, she's saying goodbye to Tommy and Annika after their little birthday party, and she has her father's, she like found her father's nightshirt, or like a big white shirt of his in a chest in the attic, and she put it on, so she's standing there in the doorway, and like the, it says that the, the nightshirt is like billowing around her legs, and she says... I'm going to be a pirate when I grow up. Are you? That's the end. Like, that's the very last... (laughs) Spoiler! (laughs) Anyway, Pippi grows up to be a pirate. But it's it's the idea. So anyway, Shmoop talks about... Basically, she's saying, I'm not going to grow up. Like, I'm going to just stay in my own world. Exactly, because this isn't like a, quote, realistic thing you can be. At the same time, it's very realistic, because that's what her father is. So, you know, she's just kind of following... his footsteps but it's kind of like you know she came to Tommy and Annika and she gave them some adventures and it's kind of like okay like I I you know injected some excitement into your life and like what are you gonna do with that you know are you just gonna go back to your normal everyday you know boring (laughs) you know yeah lives are you gonna take some of this yeah well it's interesting energy with you yeah like kids it's like yeah pirates like that's kind of like the fun so, I mean, pirates were not fun in reality, or like modern pirates either. You know, so it's oh, not. Oh no, it's a but it's been thing. romanticized. <laughs> yeah, it's been romanticized throughout the years. Yeah, and um, and so like a kid saying, "I'm going to be a pirate." Yeah, it's like that they're going to just stick with their imagination and the way that they want to do things, and like the just the fun of things. Um, and Schmoop, uh, somewhere else on like their analysis, uh, one of their analysis sections, they use the word audacious. Like that. So Pippi, I think that's like a perfect word for Pippi. Like she lives audaciously and like full of life and like boldness. And yes. Yes. yeah. And yes. so like, this is her basically like, I'm going to be a pirate is like her basically saying like, what does that represent? It's like, I'm going to live my life audaciously. Are you? So it's kind of, I like, so like thinking about it that way, it's like she's asking the reader, are you going to live your life like me? Like, are you going to live it bold and free and happy? Yeah, you have a, you have a choice. Be your own person, confident. Yeah, like all these things that could be, I mean, aside from like recklessness and stuff. (laughs) And like (laughs) totally, she is like, when I was reading the book, yeah, like it's like, oh my gosh, she is super rude. I mean, I, and I'm sure that's because I'm a grown-up now, like, looking at it, but the way she, the way she even talks to some of the kids, like, there was a little girl looking for her dad, and then Pippi was, like, giving her such a hard time, like, being a jerk. It's like, Pippi, <laughs> quit being a jerk. Like, she's looking for her dad, like, she's lost or whatever. Anyway, Pippi is totally a jerk, and she just lies all the time, and then, yeah. and then she's like, well, you can't expect me to tell the truth, because I grew up, and it's like... I, the, I, anyway, my circumstances caused me to lie and stuff. 
Oh, I know. Yeah. No, that's one of my pet peeves. You know, people that are like, oh, I grew up a certain way, you know, so I can't do but this. But obviously well, you're, you're aware you know, of it, so. <laughs> right, exactly. You're self-conscious of it, and you can make your own choices now, so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, but, like, I, I think that was part of her, like, yeah, she was super rude at times, but I think she, like you said, she was aware of it, and she felt bad about it sometimes, like, when she was invited to the, um, to the coffee party um, by Tommy and uh, Annika's mom. Well, she said she, she felt bad about it. I don't know. <laughs> because well, she kept you know, I, I, on. <laughs> like... Yeah, she was completely horrible. And I, But I do think she felt bad. And I think that yeah. is kind of like the one time she took her hair down. like thing. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, because kids can be awful and they can know it. And they, they don't cannot, know how to stop. Like, they're like, self self-discipline yeah, and their self-control exactly like, like I've, ha- I've had these talks with my daughter I'm like you know you're doing this she's like I can't help it this and that mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like and I'm like you can't help it but like you know at, at the same time like I, I'm yeah. you know I realize it's like a childlike compulsion to just be wild all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just kind of do your thing so I mean, I mean yeah she gets it but you know I, I think maybe you know at the end she's like okay I'm just gonna keep down going down this path because you know it's fun and i'm living my life yeah so i feel not? like there's a part a part of her so. that just disregards she's like yeah i'm aware that what i'm doing is rubbing people the wrong way but yeah but there's all these like she's kind of disconnected <laughs> you know from so. society enough that she just kind of like eh, whatever i'm gonna be me right. you know and that's great but then you know <laughs> Yeah, it does. I mean, she, like, makes a lot of mess for up that other people have to clean up. It's like... But then, that, remind, that reminds me... We're talking about, like, Batman, Superman, and stuff. So, like, superheroes, they have these powers or whatever. But... And they create, like, the, the battles that they fight and everything. Like, there are consequences for the regular people right. around them. Like yeah, the, like, they're, they're wielding this, like, and insane like that. power. And, like, yeah. if you're a bystander, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, there, there's, like, the, there's, like, the behind-the-scenes in Pippi's world with, like, the people cleaning up the street or whatever. Like, oh, I'm crying out loud. Like, oh, the Pippi. crazy-haired orphan was here again. <laughs> yeah. Like, yay for the orphans, but <laughs> what? Like, yeah, but but that and that was a a point. Um, I think it was on Schmoop, but about h- how interesting. So so this was like written in the forties, fifties, sixties, and Pippi, Pippi is her own being, and she like defies gender roles. She defies you know age age roles and you know age. Um, expectations and she is basically a superhero she we already mentioned like super strength and and all this but it's it's like it's just interesting you know especially the gender like how because she's pippy she's a girl but she just she does boy things or you know what would be considered boyish things and you know and then also some like she did dress up for the tea party and you know stuff like that but so that's kind of cool, just thinking about the time period that it was written, and that it was hugely popular. So, you know, for ch- all kinds of children, so... That yeah, was cool. it's kind of like a wish fulfillment for kids, you know, like, just, this is what yeah. life would be like if you were free to act as however you want. <laughs> yeah. 
like a little you can be a little girl and wield a sword and yeah be a pirate <laughs> be super be stronger than the men in the town Lift some and, cows. yeah yeah all that good <laughs> yeah so that's just kind of cool yeah. representation of a powerful woman yes. <laughs> a powerful little woman <laughs> exactly no she's a great yeah. role model for boys and girls yeah yeah so shall we get into food? Cause I was just gonna say, let's talk it. about the food. Yeah, should we start with the actual book, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I think in both book and movie, the first thing we see is pancakes. Yeah. It's a pancake party. So yeah. yeah. So she's living in her little abandoned house of Villa Villacula. And, um, yeah, Tommy and Annika come over because their parents have gone out, so they are by themselves, and she decides to make pancakes, but things get out of hand quickly, but it's fun for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Eggs on her head, and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, and I, so I'm, you know, like I normally do, I have the little tabs, and, um... Of course you do. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so she much prefers caramel candy, well, especially to cod liver oil. Make, just, Who wouldn't? <laughs> just in case there was, if there was a grown-up around, they might make her take cod liver oil, but there's not a grown-up, so. Yeah. Um, and then she's described hair the color of a carrot, and then a nose the shape of a very small potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, her horse. Sounds lumpy. Her horse um, had, was munching oats out of a soup bowl. Yeah, and then she sings a little song about the pancakes. Well, I, anyway, well, it's just text, you know, I don't know the way. <laughs> now we're going to make a pancake. Now there's going to be a pancake. Now we're going to fry a pan a pan <laughs> Wait, a pan- first it says pancake, <laughs> then panky, and then pankai. Anyway, <laughs> make a pancake. There's going to be a panky. Going to fry a pankai. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then the eggs. She threw them up. She caught the other two in the bowl, and then the one in the middle broke on the <laughs> broke on her head. Which and that was in, was that in the movie? I know it was in the TV, the little uh, TV show. Well, in the movie, they were just throwing basically throwing them all over the place yeah. and flour and eggs. Because that was one of um, yeah, Miyazaki's um, images was Pippi with the with that little egg on her head. Aww. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pancake was cute. brown, and to- she tossed. Ran on one side, tossed it halfway up to the ceiling, and then caught it on the griddle again. Yeah, so she's really adept at, at, you know, at some things. Eat! She cried. Eat before it gets cold. And she's like flinging them across the table, <laughs> across the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then they had hot chocolate for breakfast the next day. Which sounds delightful. Yeah, hot chocolate yeah. pops up a couple times. And then, oh, and then this, this. So this is the thing that I made, but I'll talk more about it later. But the um, pepper cockor, pepper, pepper cockor. Yeah, know. I was gonna say, how do you say that? <laughs> yeah, it's and in like the gingerbread. edition that I have, it's um, it says, so began making peppercorn. That's a kind of Swedish cookie, cookie with a Y, K O O K Y. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's an English okay. translation, but it kept that, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, what 
What earthly use is a baking board when one plans to make at least 500 cookies and there she lay on the floor cutting out cookie hearts for dear life? Stop climbing through the dough, Mr. Nilsson. <laughs> so, yeah. I so, should have put little totally monkey sanitary. on my, the picture I took of, of the dough. <laughs> but yeah, but those cookies appear another another place in the story. Well, it's funny because so she puts them in the oven and then they run out to play, and I'm like, what? The cookies... <laughs> yeah, cookies bake in like 10 yeah. minutes, guys. But everything turns out okay. Well, later when she gives someone one of those cookies, she's like, I don't know if it's the same batch or not, but she's like, it's a little burnt. But, <laughs> well, yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> so. um, and then when, cook, um, when Cookie... <laughs> when Pippi... <laughs> when Cookie is... <laughs> When uh, Pippi finds a uh, tin can when they're out, like, searching for for treasures mm-hmm. or searching for things. And she's talking about, like, using it to put cookies in. It says, um, oh, you can use it in all sorts of ways, said Pippi. One way is to put cookies in it. Then it becomes a delightful jar with cookies. And the J and the C are capitalized. <laughs> another way, another way is not to put cookies in it. Then it becomes a jar without cookies. That certainly isn't quite so delightful. But still, that's good, too. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just funny that it was... It's like having a jar without cookies. Oh, jar with cookies. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then... So is Pippi... um, so she invites Tommy and Annika, her neighbors, over for coffee. She drinks a lot of coffee, oh, too. Like, this is... <laughs> coffee and pepper This cockroach. is something yeah. I wanted to comment on because, um, yeah, like, coffee, constantly. First of all, children are drinking mm-hmm. coffee. That's interesting. Um, but also, like, you know, back to the girl with the dragon tattoo. Like, this is when I first realized that, like, Swedish people drink a ton of coffee um, because mm-hmm. they are constantly drinking it in the girl with the dragon tattoo. So when I was reading with reading that, and I drink a lot of coffee, but like, yeah, they drink a lot, a lot of coffee. So um, when I was reading that, I had actually looked up stuff about like what's up with you know Sweden and coffee, and just FYI, it is the um, the third top consumer of coffee in the world. Um, and they have, like, a very strong coffee culture, just like the English have tea culture, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, they have their afternoon coffee, which is called pika. Oh. And, um, so they always make, like, a special time, like, I guess, like, you know, oh, it's three or four o'clock, this is our set, you know, pika time. So the, they have coffee with, you know, oftentimes with, like, sweets and stuff. So, like, it makes So that's makes probably what Pippi does, but they don't say exactly. that it's, like, their afternoon coffee, but, like... Right, right, right. So, like, you like know, right just now, imagine it was, like, section, an English... Yeah. An English tea time or whatever. They're having their little... Oh, yeah. It yeah, says like, afternoon coffee. Yeah. That she invited exactly. them over for afternoon coffee and cookie. The ginger cookies. Exactly. And so it's not just like a little thing we do, yeah. you know, once in a while. It's like an everyday thing. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's I'd like be there into should that. Be a, <laughs> a pippy, um, what's it called again? The, the afternoon coffee is called... Pika. Pika? Pika? F-I-K-A. Oh, Fika? I, don't, I don't know if I'm saying it it's right. like a but, pippy... Yeah, like, Fika menu. That would be cute. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like a tea party, but yeah. yeah a coffee okay. party, yeah. So yeah, she spread the, party. yeah, spread the party out on the front steps. That's what, so that's cool. They're having that little, um, yeah. <laughs> and then the policemen come 
to take her to the children's home because the town they're like oh there's this orphan girl like living in this house that's that should not be I know so they come to get her get control of that <laughs> and she's like hooray said Pippi this must be my lucky day policemen are the very best things I know next to rhubarb pudding <laughs> and she does try school but and she tries school besides it's not yeah. for her yeah, I think, I think everybody, <laughs> like, the, the teacher was like, yeah, it's not for you. <laughs> Everyone, maybe. Really yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a nice a nice quote from this chapter, too. Um, let me see. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah, so she she's acting up in school, of course, because she's not really sure what to do, and the teacher's pretty hard on her. But then she says, it's hard for a girl who sailed on the ocean her whole life and whose mother is an angel and whose father is a cannibal yeah. king <laughs> to know how to behave in school. Yeah. Which I tend to And agree. in the movie, in the 88 movie, like, after she <laughs> shoves her whole face into the into the cake, but she <laughs> asks the mom, she's like, will you teach me some manners? Which, of course, that yeah, never happened. Yeah, so that's what I'm book. saying. Like, it, it, feels, <laughs> it feels like she wants yeah. to learn, so she, she kind of feels... And same, same with Peter Pan, too. I feel like he, you know, like, feels this kind of, kind of pull towards, pull towards mm-hmm. adulthood. But or like at least, like, <laughs> to, to not be so lonely. Like, to, to try to fit in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like a curiosity. So exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, like, be with people or, yeah. Exactly. Like, this would help Yeah, it's like that, that is kind of so. part of growing up is like trying it's like being your like discovering yourself like who you are your identity but also yeah so she does her exercise is 43 somersaults in a row and then she is utterly happy sits on the kitchen table drinks a large cup of coffee and eats a piece of bread and cheese that's her like a morning ritual i guess <laughs> that's also my morning ritual <laughs> yeah um so <laughs> Coffee quiz energy. quiz time. Uh-oh. Well, just one just one question at this point. Okay. What is Pippi's full name? Oh, hold on, Wikipedia, it's got me. Yeah. And I love it because food wise there's this there's oh, a yeah. word, word in there. Yeah. Pippilata, delicatessa, window shade, mackerel mint, Ephraim's daughter, Pippi Longstocking. Yeah. <laughs> Delicatessa. I know. Deli- <laughs> like, delicatessen and then delicatessa. Like, is that a, a lady who works at a delicatessen? A delicatessa? Right, sounds like. Yeah, it should be. But, yeah, yeah Pippilata. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then, what, oh, well, in the movie, 88 movie, the teacher is, like, she's really, like, a strict teacher. Well, the teacher in the book was, like, trying to be really sweet to Pippi, and then she just couldn't handle it after a while right <laughs> but but the one in the book was like if that's your real name like i'm like whoa right <laughs> off the bat and making fun of somebody yeah name. sounds suspect yeah but yeah pip, so pipolata i know the school the caramel part do you remember that so that's in the movie but also in the book about the caramel eating caramels um but in the in the movie she's at the children's home, but in the book, she's, um, just at school. It's, like, that one day at school. Right, yeah. Um, but the kids, because she's telling 
telling tales about you know kids in other countries don't go to school or, or like they're not right not like in Argentina they go for like two weeks and there's not even yeah. lessons <laughs> yeah like and well what do they do in school eat caramels said Pippi decidedly there is a long pipe that goes from a caramel factory nearby directly into the schoolroom and caramels keep shooting out of it all day long so the children <laughs> have all all they can do to eat them up but what does the teacher do takes the paper off the caramels for the children of course you don't suppose they di- you didn't suppose they did it themselves did you <laughs> anyway so it's like, of course the kids don't do like they don't even unwrap their own caramel candies <laughs> yeah that's like every kid's dream that the parent the grown ups are the that's ones right. unwrapping their candies I'll just sit here and you can feed me bonbons yeah and then there's a pear tree and the kids will yes. sit and eat eat pears and then oh and then she tells a story about a kid in Shanghai that was really fussy about his food and they you know of course that they eat swallows nests in China and then so it's that the mother of this really hateful kid as Pippi calls him was like he wouldn't eat his swallow nests and he he wouldn't eat them for so many months yeah, so another dark yeah, basically, story yeah, and much some, like, dies, and then... questionable cultural stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. She's like, well, of course yeah, he died. Yeah, his name is Peter. <laughs> She's like... Right. Yeah, Peter from Shanghai. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that was... So interesting. And then drinking some more coffee. What is up with the children and, then... and coffee? I don't understand <laughs> this. Uh, yeah, that's part of the reason I was looking it up. I was like, is it decaf? Is it, like, not as strong? I don't know. Well, when I was little, I, I would drink, um, interna- was it international coffee. Yeah. That's more like cocoa. I know what you're talking about. Those little I tin know, cans exactly when they were, like, flavored and stuff. I used to have those all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Yeah, totally it was kind of like cocoa, because it was, like, instant stuff. But, yeah. And no, I was, was in like Germany, so I don't know I mean, that. It definitely was, like, happening and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but Pippi, she's probably right. drinking, like, black like, coffee. You know, espresso. Yeah. I think it's a cult, must be a cultural thing, but also, like, this was back in the 40s or 50s, right. so, you know, also. No, I remember, like, yeah, I read, more. when I was younger, I read, like, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, and the kids in that drink coffee, but they're very poor, so that's, like, the only thing they have. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Children and coffee, I'm interested in this concept. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then there's a chapter where Pip- Pippi lays out a picnic for Tommy and Annika. Yes! Okay, yeah, so this and is, yeah, this is yeah. where my, my, uh, talk about dish that. comes from, so we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, it, they're scrubbing vacation, so I guess they're, like, cleaning the school or whatever, so they, they, they oh, have scrubbing a day off of school, yeah. so they decide to have a picnic. And let's see, um, they looked and they squealed with delight when they all saw the good things Pippi had spread on the bare rock. There were good sandwiches with meatballs and ham, a whole pile of sugared pancakes, um, several little brown sausages, and three pineapple puddings. So, uh, yeah, for you see, Pippi had learned um, cooking from the cook on her father's ship. So that's yeah, that. I wonder if that was Fri- Frito. What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Frito or something. Yeah. But no, that sounds like, I, that I sounds kept like thinking they said Frito. Frito. Frito is a cook. Like Frito yeah. chips or something. But it's free, free dollars or something. 
Um, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, that's a, a good nice spread, I'm, Poopy. I'm by these um, pineapple puddings. I made, the, yeah. I made the meatball sandwich, yeah, so I'll talk about that in a little bit. Which, speaking of, like, seafaring people, because back, well, at least Virginia area, like, pineapple is the welcome fruit. That's right. Like, you'll see it on, you'll see it on some welcome mats and stuff, but yeah. it's because the captains or the, the people who would go out to sea, um, when they would return home, they would place a pineapple outside their home so that people would know that they were back That's from right. their voyage. Yeah. Yes. So, but I don't know if that, what that... That just makes me think of that because Pippi is like a, from a seafaring family. Yeah, that, no, that makes pirate, total sense. Like, I don't know yeah, Sweden if that was a thing, but <laughs> but it also sounds kind of tropical, like where ships would be going. Yeah, you know, like something they might not necessarily have there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, and then there's the coffee party where Annika and Tommy's mom <laughs> invites. Well, she well she has some ladies over for her and then she meant for Tommy and Annika to invite Pippi over just so they could play in their bedroom like to just have the kids entertained right. you know with, with Pippi up and away from the grown up party but, but Pippi thought that she was invited to the real party so she yeah takes her braids down she takes her hair down and puts on a fancy dress well fancy to her anyway like um yeah, she really makes herself up, and then she goes and tries to relate to them. Like, so the only because they're talking about their maid servants or the help, the hired help, but the only thing Pippi can relate to that is knowing that her her grandmother had a servant, and so she keeps telling, interrupting, and like telling stories about yeah. her grandmother's hired help. Malin. Yeah, which at first I thought she was talking about a dog because it talks about how Malin like bites the ankles of the of the guests. And I was like, wait, I am so confused. But yeah, of course it's all like crazy talk, but um yeah, so first cried Pip. Oh, this is when the it was the the big cake came out that um the mom made. And then Pippi, Pippi's like crying shotgun basically, or like dibs on the, she's like, first! And she runs <laughs> up to the table. <laughs> she heaped as many cakes as she could onto a plate, threw five lumps of sugar into a coffee cup, emptied half the cream pitcher into her cup, and was back in her chair with her loot, even before the ladies had reached the table. <laughs> and she stretched her legs out in front of her. So yeah, funny to she stretched her legs out in front of her and placed the plate of cakes between her toes. Then she merrily dunked cakes in her coffee cup and and stuffed so many in her mouth at once that she couldn't have uttered a word, no matter how hard she tried. In the twinkling of, a, twinkling of an eye, she finished all the cakes on the plate. So she got up, struck the plate as if it were a tambourine, and went up to the table to see if there were any cakes left. Like I can just envision this so perfectly, like with her personality. <laughs> Like she just eats uh -huh. them all, stands up, and it's like, yeah. ding, like, and then goes like, mm, let's see what else there is. Like, <laughs> the know. ladies look disapprovingly at her, but it. that didn't bother her. <laughs> right, whatever. Yeah. Oh, to your like. Oh, a large cream pie. <laughs> and this kind of was I'm what inspired that scene in the '88 film. Uh, the large cream pie decorated in the center with a red piece of candy. Because there was that, that one that the mom brought out in the movie. It had a little red candy on top. Right. Pippi stood with her hands behind her back and looked at it. Suddenly she bent down and snatched the candy with her teeth. 
But she dived down a little too hastily, and when she came up again, her whole face was covered with whipped cream. Goody! Laughed Pippi. Now we can play blind man's bluff, for we've certainly got a blind man all made to order. I can't see a thing! She stuck out her tongue and licked away the cream. <laughs> yeah. This was indeed a dreadful accident, said she, and the pie is all ruined now anyway, so I may as well eat it up all at once. So she dug it into it with a pie server, and in a few minutes the whole pie disappeared. And then she just sat down and patted her stomach contentedly. Well, then the mom came back, and she and she was really pleased because she thought that all the ladies had oh, yeah. had loved her pie, and and that's why Is it was gone. Yeah. I know. Yeah, got it. And do you remember the sugar part? That was in the movie too. Oh, which the, part? The sugar. When so Pippi, well, in this one is um, in the book. It says she picked up a sugar bowl and tipped all the lump sugar on the on the floor. Well, my goodness, she cried. Now look what I've done. Well, but she, but she just did it on purpose. Like yeah. it was an accident. Oh, look what I've done after I've heard, like <laughs> very knowingly done it. I made such. I make such a mistake. How could I make such a mistake? I thought. Oh, I thought this was granulated sugar. <laughs> right. <laughs> Then she took a sugar spoon out of another bowl and sprinkled it on the all over the floor. I hope you notice that this is the kind of sugar you sprinkle on things. So it's perfectly all right for me to do this, because why should there be the kind of sugar to sprinkle on things if somebody doesn't go and sprinkle it? Uh, <laughs> and then, okay, you went too far, you went too far. Yeah, and then talking about, like, walking over the sugar when you're barefoot. <laughs> you gotta try it. It's nothing more fun. And in the movie, she she mentions oh, that it's like sand or something. I know, right? <laughs> it's like she's just <laughs> like no, it's so sticky too... and gross. Yeah, it's no. too much. <laughs> <laughs> and then talking about Malin, uh, her grandmother's help or maid servant, like peeling potatoes, and she peeled so well that when she was done, there were no potatoes left, only peelings. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, and then mashed turnips were mentioned. Malin, I guess Pippi's grandmother loves mashed turnip or loved mashed turnips so much. Ah. So, yeah, Pippi's grandmother like gave Malin a special shirt because, in order for Malin to keep making mashed turnips for her. Anyway, she like bribed Malin bribed the grandmother with mashed turnips so she could get a shirt, a fancy shirt. <laughs> So, yeah, more, more coffee. Oh, and then, and then Pippi keeps talking about Malin, um, but one Christmas, when Malin was going to serve a little roast pig, do you know what she did? She had read in the cookbook that roast pig must be served with frilled paper in the ears and an apple in the mouth, but poor Malin didn't understand that it was the pig who was supposed to have the apple. You should have seen her when she came in on Christmas Eve with her best apron on and a big... Gravenstein apple in her mouth. <laughs> oh, Malin, you're crazy, Grandmother said to her, and Malin couldn't say a word in her own defense. She could only wiggle her ears until the frilled paper rustled. <laughs> anyway, so she just kept the paper in her ears and the apple in her mouth, like, the whole time. <laughs> that was funny. Um, anyway, oh, Malin, we don't even... You're only in secondhand stories. And then, oh yeah, and then the very last chapter is uh, celebrates her birthday. Yeah, Pippi's yeah. birthday. Yeah, Pippi's yeah. birthday goodies. 
She has hot chocolate again, whipped cream, cakes. Yeah. Yeah, and I like how they say the birthday party was in the kitchen because that was the pleasantest room in the house. And I feel like that's true for many houses. Yes. Yeah, yeah completely agree. Like the, the warmest of things oftentimes. Yeah. Yeah, the heart. The heart. Yeah. And then yeah, you said the hot chocolate whipped cream, yeah, buns, and, um, oh, and then the, like, the cakes were rather peculiar in shape, but P- Pippi declared they were just the kind of cakes they had in China. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The horse will have the pleasure of remaining in the corner where he will be served cakes and sugar. <laughs> I thought this was really funny, like, I had to read it out loud to... Uh, to the, the ladies out. I was so I was at a writing retreat this weekend but I was finishing Pippi like at night time and I, it just made me laugh so much that was this one part and so I like had to read it out loud to them but they're probably like what I don't even know because <laughs> it was like out of context but like for the party because um, Tommy was like oh well when my parents go to parties like the grown ups get these little cards that say you know, that so-and-so will have the pleasure of, of taking Miss so-and-so to dinner, like, into the dinner table. And so they made them for themselves, and so, mm-hmm. like, Mr. Settergren will have the pleasure of taking Miss Longstockings into dinner, and then Mr. Nilsson will have the pleasure of taking Miss Settergren into dinner. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, there's, well, then there's only <laughs> the horse left. Then they made one for the horse. The horse will have the pleasure of remaining in the corner. Well, <laughs> Well, where he will be served cakes and sugar, so. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Really Nelson didn't want any chocolate with whipped cream, but he just wanted a little cup with water. And then, um, yeah, but she had not drunk quite all her chocolate. A little stream ran down her forehead and over her nose. Oh, because she put the cup... She put the cup on her head. She, like, overturned the cup and put it on her head, but then there was still hot chocolate in it, and so it, like, dribbled down her face. <laughs> Just like the egg in the very oh, beginning. Of- oh, yeah! What? Just like the egg in the beginning of the story, the egg dribbling down her, on her, from her head, and now the end of the story, it's chocolate running running down her head, yeah. Oh, yeah, it does, it does have a the, nice that's the last symmetry, food mention, it? is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that... There we go. That's right. Yeah. So then well, there's some firearms, and then she I? goes off to be a pirate. So, <laughs> the end. Okay. But it's... it's Okay. But anyway. Yeah, let's okay. talk about our recipes. Um, yeah, I mentioned... You tell us when about... When we were talking about the, um, the picnic on the um, washing day. What did they call it? The scrubbing vacation. <laughs> I like that scrubbing vacation. <laughs> so, yeah, they have a nice picnic... Um, So I've made Swedish meatballs like many times in the past um, uh, because Alton Brown has a really good recipe for them that I've made. Um, So I made it again for this, but instead of making the gravy, I made like sandwich fixings. Um, Yeah, and quick shout out to Ikea meatballs, which I love too. (laughs) Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, so Swedish meatballs are nice. Like, yeah. usually, I, I make meatballs, but, like, normally I'll make them either Italian-style or Pakistani-style. Um, but what's nice about Swedish meatballs is you make them with, like, um, milk-soaked bread. 
and then like mix everything up really good and then the seasoning is like a little bit of mm. allspice and a little bit of nutmeg so you have like a little bit of spiciness going through it but it's like mostly just kind of nice and creamy um so you cook these meatballs and like like i said rather than make the gravy i just cooked them on through and then um put them on like you know sandwich rolls with um i made some pickled cucumber with dill and um some like a beet and mayonnaise sauce for it you know just kind of like um two parts pickled beets and one part mayonnaise and a pinch of salt mm. and um so of course that's like pretty and pink and stuff so you got like the nice green cucumbers and the like vibrant magenta <laughs> beet mayonnaise yeah and then th these nice meatballs so that was my mm -hmm. sandwich Nice. Yeah, it and sounds... go for a picnic. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see a picture of it. Yeah, so tell us about yeah. Plus Coffee. Oh, man, that's how plus I ate coffee. it, too, because, like, I ate one <laughs> at lunchtime, and then, like, a lot of times I'll have, like, a cup of coffee after lunch, so I did have one. I'm like, this is so Swedish. I can feel okay about drinking so much coffee. <laughs> so how about you? How's your, how's your cookies come out? Yeah, so the... The Pepper cookies that I don't know how to really uh, say. Uh, Pe peppercorn. I'll, I'll just say peppercorn yeah. or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. So I based um, I based it on Epicurious um, okay. recipe because that was pretty straightforward and you know and I had the ingredients. Um, but I added. I think that my cookies were or that the cookies were supposed to maybe be thinner and maybe more crunchy. Um, but I but I like softer cookies um and so i added i added more flour um and also i used fresh oh, yeah. lemon zest nice. like a lot of fresh lemon zest um because the recipe called for orange mm -hmm. zest but only a teaspoon but i didn't have an orange so i had lemons um and then i put like a whole bunch in uh and i but i mean that's optional um but i thought it was awesome um yeah so mine turned out um yeah, a little, a little softer, um, a little maybe a little puffier, uh, and but really great with like tea or cocoa or a, you know I'm sure with coffee. Um, yeah, and I made I, I made a little so heart cookie little cutter. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like oh yeah, I should have put what is it looked up like monkey <laughs> footprints and like <laughs> seen what shape they are. <laughs> Yeah, and and I also wanted to you know experiment like how because they didn't um, really like spread out a lot so um, so I wanted to experiment and um, I don't think I post because I posted a couple pictures on Instagram but I don't think I posted this one so I made a little pippy head like Aww. with the braids out out of cookies um, so it, and it worked really well like it held its like shape, shaping it them like so totally they're morph into yeah so when it baked it totally kept its shape yeah so I, I did take some pictures of that that sounds cute um, so I think that yeah I think it turned out pretty cute um so so yeah so that's pretty cool that you can I mean so in the book it says that she cut out hearts um but you can you could even aside from cutouts like do something like that where you like can braid your own or like just you know form it in different shapes I mean you know like at least or at the most, uh, quarter inch thick, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. the, it won't be, like, three-dimensional. 
<laughs> statues. Or right. Whatever, don't but, try to be gingerbread um, saga here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, you could try to make a little monkey or a little, or a horse or you know or or like or a pip or a little head with like crazy little braids coming out of the side. <laughs> so. So yeah, so that's what I did, and it uh, made a lot. And so, I, like I said, I had a writing retreat this weekend, so I took those. Um, so that was a lot. That was easy travel food, and that was good for nice. throughout the weekend. And yeah, and they last a while. They were good, just to munch on. And yeah, and and they are ginger cookies. Um, so it has cinnamon, clove, and gin- powdered ginger. Um, so it's got a really nice zing. Yeah, and Pippi Pip- is a ginger. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I do feel like these are really good for her personality. I mean, that match her personality. Like, yeah, it's a cookie, but also sweet and spicy. It's kind of yeah. yes, the spices. Oh, so spice like. Yeah, <laughs> and they are they are kind of powerful. So, so is Pippi. <laughs> like, that's it's right. So, it's take her in yeah. doses. Yeah, strong. She's strong, and you probably want to just have her in small doses. <laughs> <laughs> One cookie at a time. <laughs> but, yeah. Ah, I like it. Yeah, lots of parallels. Um, so I wanted to mention also. So there is uh, Pippi's Swedish Country Cooking. Oh, I saw yeah. this. Yeah. Um, In fact, I got it because yeah, you can get it for um for free if you have Amazon Prime. It's like one of those like lender books or whatever that you can borrow for a month or whatever. Um, uh, yeah. So I downloaded it. And it's got some good little recipes yeah. in it. And so that's like inspired with by... like avocado toast. Yeah. So... <laughs> like hello, we don't need to <laughs> mash up some avocado. <laughs> so it's yeah, yeah so but, it's like yeah, inspired it's like... by or yeah. But, so it's yeah, and of... it's not like recipes directly mm-hmm. from the book. It's like more just kind of like simple Swedish country yeah. recipes, which is nice. Um, and then, so, so I wanted to look around online and see, you know, what other people have done for Pippi, um, food, food wise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, the little library cafe who we've mentioned on Tasty Time before, um, she's done pancakes and has done them, uh, like Swedish crepes or, um, yes. Not as thick as American pancakes, yes. not quite as thin as French crepes. So, like, oh, um, the, um, the toast. There is an article, Every Meal Pippi Longstocking Cooks and Pippi Longstocking. So we'll link to that. And it's yeah, pretty much everything it, we said, but... It's a great little article, and it's kind of sad because, like, the, the toast is, like, newly defunct. Oh, is it? Um, yeah. Yeah, like I so said, I think they're done, but, which is, yeah, too bad because, yeah... They've got some good content, including that article. Yeah. So you can find links to anything we talked about, as well as recipes, on our website at fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Yep, and you can find us on Twitter at fkpod, and Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook at Fiction Kitchen Podcast. And don't worry about us, because we'll always come out on top. Yeah. <laughs> we'll always come out on top. And next time, we're going to do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. And July 1st, we'll do Steven Universe. Yay! Okay, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.